this is our Share the Love segment where we give you three minutes of substance to help fire up your relationship. That's right. So this week we're talking about the family trust. But we're not talking about a financial trust. I know that's what everyone thinks of, right? When they see the words family trust. What we want you to do is ask yourself where the level of trust is within your core family. Studies show that one of the key ways to build trust in a family is to have family meetings. And why is having family meetings so important to building trust? For one, it helps you stay connected and it allows you to know what's going on with them. Because kids don't always tell you what's going on. Sometimes they just keep a lot of the stuff to themselves. And for families, we're so busy, we don't even eat meals together anymore. Right, and that's when some of the deeper conversations used to happen. Yeah, so sitting down together gives us the perfect opportunity where Mm -hmm. everybody can come, slow down. Right. They can look each other in the eyes and see how we all are really doing. Right, right. So what topics or issues can we discuss during these meetings? I know that when our kids were younger, when we'd have dinner together, that's when some of the deepest and heaviest conversations would happen. We'd talk about some topics that were actually pretty intense. Some topics weren't always comfortable for them initially, Mm -hmm. but they each would eventually chime in. Right. You know, they'll give their opinion or they'll bring up a point or issue that would never came up Mm, if we were having this discussion. And uh, typically we talk about everyday issues like school or friends or peer pressure, vacation, you know, whatever was happening at the time, which is a given. But today, in this day and age, we should also be talking about societal issues that impact their peace of mind, like bullying. It's so pervasive right now, like anxiety about school shootings that seem to happen every other month like the rise of racism in America, which can also cause anxiety and depression, right? Right. Aside from that, you can ask the kids. Ask about issues they might be dealing with that you don't know about yet. Yeah, so let's talk about how to conduct a family meeting. Should it be formal? Well, it it could be formal if you're a very formal kind of family, but it doesn't have to be. You can keep it informal. You know, there are no set rules. You just see what works for your family, and you open the meeting, decide who will start, maybe start with a positive quote or a scripture, or if you have a mission statement as a family, read the family's mission statement. Because the most important thing is to have a real discussion. Yes. You might want to go around in a circle, you know, do one at a time. Mm-hmm. And speak explicitly. Don't beat around the bush about any topic. If they can't get straight talk from you, who are they going to get it from? Yeah, and allow them to ask questions. Mm-hmm. And be interested in their opinion. Right. You know, let them share their perspective on things. Right. And lastly, you need to synchronize. Sync your family schedule. Keep a calendar in the kitchen, on the fridge, or wherever it would work. Yeah, you can pick a consistent date and time that works for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, once a week, hopefully, will work. Right. Whatever it is, you need to make it a priority, though. Make it as non-negotiable as possible. Yes, and a family that spends this kind of quality time together in a safe space where they can be honest and discuss what's happening in their lives will definitely stay strong. And they can always know that they can trust each other. The family trust. The family trust. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, peace. And love.